0: i come to save the day it's if you're listening one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school i'm ramsey that
1: was the tagline we had to delay the show just for you to come up with <laughs> i will
0: not allow you to make up that story that we delayed the show We did. Uh, about we paused, 10 to 15 we seconds th- <laughs> we paused for five seconds and then another question came up. And then I jumped right in. I waited for you to stop typing briefly if we're oh, playing the blame oh shit, game. I'm sorry
1: I was typing.
0: Oh I'm in a mood now. You have ruined this episode. I'm peeking. I'm looking at my own waveform. This is the worst episode of this I got, show. Now. So
1: Ramsey and I were at a bar on Friday and I got him so fired up threatening to get a mechanical keyboard that he, I think you almost left the bar <laughs> we were at, to be honest.
0: I did was putting my foot down (laughs) about what you could and could not purchase like a good (laughs)
2: friend go ahead you don't want a mechanical keyboard i want one Ramsey said i can't get one because he already
1: has to edit out because i type so much during the show and i type like this
0: (laughs) a Um. slight exaggeration
1: (laughs) only slight (laughs) i am a hard typer uh no but so we settled on i'm allowed to have a mechanical calculator
0: because I don't really, yeah, I don't do a lot of math on this show, but I do a
1: lot of math in real life. So
0: <laughs> we have a varied group of listeners. If any of them are engineers that can make a keyboard out of marshmallows, I <laughs> would allow. you. Yes, you can have that keyboard. I don't uh, like marshmallows. Other kind of...
1: I guess I don't have to eat the keyboard.
0: No, you do have to eat the keyboard.
2: I forgot to mention. Okay, great. Yeah, you can eat this. You can eat your keyboard if you have it now. You can eat the keyboard
0: for just
1: once now, <laughs> yep. or if you wait ten <laughs> seconds, you'll get
0: two marshmallow keyboards. Then you can eat that one.
1: Oh God! I
0: love it. That voice you just heard was the voice of nice guy and comedian Drew Johnson. Hello. Hi, that's me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, welcome to the show, Drew.
0: Thank you so much
2: for having me. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm very excited. Just, I mean, I honestly, I can't wait to share this album and like just, just be, just talk about <laughs> it. I, I feel like not
0: enough people will want to talk to me about this. <laughs> oh my god. We are happy to fill that void. Great. Then I'm here for it. Do you want to go ahead and introduce? Yeah, him? please. Sure.
2: All right. So the album that I picked is uh, it's by a little band called Oasis, <laughs> uh, and it is. What's the story, Morning Glory? And um I got to say it's their second album. I got to say right now I am a little embarrassed Ramsey because when you asked which way, what I wanted to do I said what's the story and then in parentheses Morning Glory and it's actually the opposite. Oh. It's what's the story is in parentheses and then Morning Glory okay. is not in parentheses. So immediately I've got to admit that I am not I am I'm a bad <laughs> Yeah, fan. you're fandom of of not down fan. one peg. <laughs> Yes, or you're just a bad typist. It, it could be that, it could, mm-hmm. it, but if, I don't know if it's if I just like if I just put a period randomly somewhere, <laughs> like, like grammatically choosing to put a period wrong. That's not a typist thing. That's just me being a bad you, English you, person.
0: You did also spell oasis with a five. I should tell you now. Mm, yes, no, that was on purpose. Oh, okay, <laughs> that, that was, was a stylistic pur- yes. choice. Yes. You're a hacker. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. that was a stylistic choice. Yes. Um. uh You mentioned this is their second album. Yes. I am a novice in that I know just a couple things about Oasis. I know the two big songs. Maybe there's more than two big songs. (laughs) Go on. Is there a song called, parentheses, what's the story, and parentheses, Morning Glory, or the other parenthetical? I already forgot which one was the right one.
2: Mm -hmm. There is a song, and it is track... it's either, it's either track 10 or 11. The, the weird thing about this album is, and we'll, when we listen to it, you'll you'll hear it, but there are two rando tracks in there that are just musical interludes that get you from one track to the other, almost like... Mon- you will appreciate this. Almost like Monty Python transitions of just characters walking from one sketch to another. Of just like... It must just be John a Cleese British tradition. A great, yeah, it must just be a British thing. Um, and <laughs> then I... I will say like so I can never re- remember the exact track number because at some point in college when we had the you know like the the local network it was before everyone would was able to like uh download it was before streaming and everything but your dorm had a local network yep. that you could kind of like take music from everyone's uh, computers I got that this album from one of my friends there or maybe I had even maybe it was mine and I had like burned it on CD and then I was like I don't need these two songs so I deleted them so for a long time I forgot these two 40 second interstitials (laughs) existence but that's a long answer to say yes that song is in there and it is somewhere near the back end of the album got it
1: okay my question that is you know not important to the album about this though is what is your familiarity with the Gallagher Brothers beef (laughs)
2: This is great. Okay, okay. So I have to admit, <laughs> I, I am not as up to date as I want I, I, I I like to be. I've read like also a few be more things. So. <laughs> yes. Because every time I hear about it, I'm like, who spit on who? Right. <laughs> it's like always this insane thing. Um, but I do know. So one of the things that I do know that I'm, I know that they both have their own separate bands. And I don't know Liam's band now. I don't know. But either. I do know that Noel Gallagher's band is called Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. That's okay. the full. Okay. Name of All the right. band. And I'll tell you what, there's some bangers on his albums. Right. There's some pretty good ones on those albums. Um, but yeah, I so I know that they are just, everything that I've read, I, you know what, I think this is why I don't remember the details, is every time I read it, I'm just like, they should just
0: go to therapy. Yes, <laughs> like
1: the, yeah, just the thing 100%. I think, yeah. What are do it. I mean- I, and- Go ahead, Ramsey.
0: Oh, I can I can give you one update, and that is that they both appeared in the Abbey Road documentary made by Paul McCartney's daughter. Oh, the oh were they fun. on screen at the same time? Or were no, they but they were both up, in they? the same room at different times. So, okay. you could theoretically make an edit in which they were in the same
1: room. That's funny. Yeah, Great. I I feel like I am more familiar with like the lore of them having dramatic beef, but like, oh, so okay, when did this album come out? Uh, I think this
2: was ninety ninety-five? 95? Ninety-five, yeah.
1: But yeah, okay, so I was in fifth grade. So it's like I was aware of Oasis and I was hearing these songs, but like also pre-internet for me. So mm-hmm. I didn't have a way to be like to get my celeb gossip. Which, like, if this beef was happening now, I would be deep on the Gallagher <laughs> Brothers TikTok. Like, I would yep. know everything. But I was too young and in my brain, like I, I don't even feel like MTV told me about it. I don't even know how I knew about it, but it was, feels very random. Yeah. I feel like, cause I
2: was, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the same age. Like this was, uh, th- this was like, I, I learned most of this. Yeah. <laughs> I learned most of these songs, honestly, on the school bus going to fifth grade. Yeah. And it was like in between, uh, in between Alanis's ironic and, um, I think like Red Hot Chili Peppers' Aeroplane Thought was um, to say the Aladdin would...
1: soundtrack, which also kind of probably. Which,
2: yeah, <laughs> I think that. Yeah, it would be a weird choice for the radio station though in, the, in Seattle to be like yeah, like, "Yeah, this is the best Welcome. of the '80s, '90s, and today." And a part and of the Aladdin. '90s is Aladdin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to 1994 Radio. We only play things from one year.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> That probably is that's almost stations on Sirius at this point. Right. Fair enough. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how I heard about the beef, but like this was I do recall this being everywhere. And I think, you know, we've generally talked about this on the podcast before. I used to watch a lot of MTV before school at this age. Mm -hmm. And it was a competition because my sister would want to watch Shining Time Station. She's younger than me clearly, and I would want to watch MTV before school. And so I feel like this was in that bucket of like Rage Against the Machine and Oasis.
2: (laughs) Yes, yeah. And I'm trying to think, because I I didn't have cable. So I was Mm -hmm. like one of those kids who just had Fox, NBC, ABC. And if I wanted to watch MTV, I had to go to my friend Jason's house. And Mm -hmm. we were like, you know, we were best friends. So I was over there all the time. But like, I don't, i i don't know where i must have learned it i honestly i think we might have only learned about this just from like the cover of like national Enquirer, like the, the cover of like tabloids while like our parents were like buying groceries like i'm sure that's,
1: that's so where funny. i heard about yeah. it. well because that's usually one of my questions is how do you hear how did you hear about this band but that is the most potentially the most random way that anyone has told us on this episode thus far <laughs> Yeah. It was, like, them next to Bat Boy. <laughs> yeah, them, them
2: right next to Bat Boy. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah, who is yeah who is, like, who is uh, Harry's real father? Like, yep. that was, I like, think, around the same time, yep. too. You know, like, all of that stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, who did they OJ? think was Harry? O.J. was probably not
1: on Not OJ. O.J. No, 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 I'm sorry. a separate O.J. You're a yeah, separate headline. Oh, I think No, you were, but that's a good
2: conspiracy
0: theory. I
1: thought you were combining <laughs> Kardashian and royal... Like uh conspiracy theories is what was happening there. does feel
0: like something I would do, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: okay, well, I was listening to the audiobook of the spare as listeners to this podcast, know, and there is an entire section about how uh Harry felt about uh the tablet saying he had a different dad <laughs> the Did he, like was, it? Oh. he didn't feel good about it, he didn't oh. feel good about it. <laughs> Just
2: telling you. Fair. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's fair. But yeah. when you look at them, really, though, let's talk about <laughs> I
1: it. I know <laughs> what. Uh, it's crazy. Um, okay, so you discovered this in a grocery store checkout line. Great. Um, and well, then, that's, yeah. well, so I'll say
2: that's how I discovered the beef. I will oh, the say,
1: beef. oh my the god, beef Okay, Okay. It. Okay. <laughs> I'll
2: say I discovered my this album. That
1: very important piece of information. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. No. Okay.
2: Because well, this is this is also. This album is very uh, important to me because it was one of the first CDs I ever bought, but ah. I didn't buy it. Uh, my little brother is two years younger than me. So I must have been fifth grade. He was in third grade. And we were at like a department store. And my parents were like, You guys can each buy an album. And I was like, Oh, great. Like, so we can like start getting, like, have music tastes. And I bullied my brother into buying Oasis because I had heard. Uh, Wonderwall and Champagne Supernova on the bus rides into school, yes. and I was like, "This is a popular album," so I bullied him into buying that. But I bought Boys Two Men, so that was <laughs> <laughs> was this Iconic. your way of getting like two picks, or just like he needed advice? It, it was mostly me just bullying him, just me being like, yeah. "You don't know what you're talking." And I mean, honestly, to this day, my little brother Zane does not know music. Yeah, like I am not like. I am not kidding. He does not know. He doesn't listen to music. He's, he's had long
0: car rides where I'm like, well, what did you listen to? And he's like, silence. <laughs> he listens to silence. I have a very similar younger brother. Uh, oh, it's boy. crazy. This might be a side effect of the no MTV growing up because I also, we did not grow up with that. Um, and he just swung way harder into the, I'm not going to bother wasting my time on this.
1: I? Yeah would go insane. Like mm-hmm. I could not I don't like as soon as I hang up this Zoom I'm going to hit play on a podcast. Like I don't yeah. exist anywhere in silence.
2: <laughs> it's it is mind blowing to me that he would cuz like he once came to visit me when I went to I went to school in Walla Walla, Washington, which is like a 4-hour drive from Seattle where we grew up and he once drove out his senior year of high school and he told me he listened to nothing in silence for four hours. And I was like, and this is a senior in high school. I'm like, and also that is not a fun drive. I mean, it's just (laughs) the most boring drive. It's just driving through Yakima and wheat fields. It's like, what are we doing?
1: Um, wow. Okay. So you discovered this album the same way we all did the radio MTV, the normal ways. Love it. (laughs) Um, and other, one other question on this specific album. So it's their second album. I'm assuming based on us being the same age, you came in at this album and you weren't like really excited about their previous release.
2: (laughs) This is it. Yeah. This is my big one. In fact, to this day, I've listened to the, the, their, their first album. And I'm not that into it. I mean, Mm. this is the one that I'm really into. Um, Unlike a lot of other bands where I'm a completist Oasis is like truly, I've tried to listen to all their other albums and like really just this one. And this is like my favorite album. But, like, I don't really. And I like some of the
0: other, their other songs, but I'm not, like, huge into any of their other albums, which is kind of crazy. How many came out after. Like, how long did they have before they uh, hated each other? Oh, <laughs> they hated each other from the beginning. Oh, sorry. But they weird
2: birth. I think they maybe had, like, three more. Oh, wow. Okay. After this. Yeah. Let um, me look here. But they were all, like,. Not they were, they were all like worse and worse and worse. like every album after this was worse than the one before. It if looks I like they right. had
1: five, but obviously I'm doing a quick cursory thing here. Like I can't tell if any of these are like live or you know oh, yeah. like greatest hits or anything like that. Um Oh no, they had all the way to dig It your soul was their seventh and final studio album. So okay. they, yeah, they did Whoa, have five more. Yeah, and that was 2008, but it went wow. This one in 95, then 97, which I have listened to that one, I feel. And then 2022, 2000, Jesus Christ, 2022. What is my brain doing? 2002, 2005, <laughs> 2002. And 2008. I just short circuited. Um, mm-hmm. But they ended in 2008, which is way later than I expected, actually. I yeah. thought they broke
2: up in, like, 2001. Like, I thought that was, to like... For, I think they yeah. probably
1: did. And then they got back together, and then they right. broke up again, and then they got back together. Right. It has to be that, right? I, I seem
0: to recall that, like, there was a blow-up at a MTV Unplugged. Like, I, I think <laughs> one of yeah. stormed yeah. off.
1: That, that sounds right. Yeah. Sounds like a thing. Um, I, I'll I dig into of some of that. I remember one of the big tabloids.
2: Yeah, I, I want to know more about it. Because, also, I remember one of the big tabloids was Liam... Hocked a loogie onto the
1: audience. <laughs> yes,
2: yes. And there was like a disgusting photo of his, of like spit coming out of his mouth, falling onto the mosh pit. And I just remember that being like, "This
0: guy's yeah, yeah. not a good guy." And let's not—I don't want to be xenophobic, but let's remember that's British loogie. Like that's gravy. That's Wellington. <laughs> that's all. That's a lot of peas. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of peas. mushy peas. <laughs> yeah, Lord. So, <laughs> was this their big breakout one? Was this the one that? Where they really took off this album? Yeah,
2: yeah. They, I mean, I think they they had a hit from their first one, but it it didn't. I know that album didn't like. I know they were huge in Britain. There's this was like really their huge American breakthrough. Yeah, because I also remember there was an SNL sketch that was like. I remember it was they they were all in Parliament and Will Ferrell stood up and started like. Screaming about how Oasis is the is is the best band the best band from Britain since the Beatles, and I remember being like, "Oh, I thought I was the only one who knew about Oasis." (laughs) I was like, "Oh no, that's
1: insane!" (laughs) I love it, Ramsey. Any other questions?
0: Uh, I would like to see the album art.
1: Oh right, could you show that for you? I sure can.
0: Oh, I've seen this cover. This is a street. (laughs) It says, what's the story? Morning glory at the top. Yep. It's got the classic Oasis logo at the bottom. And are those the Gallagher's themselves or just two randos?
1: I just think it's two guys.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It is interesting to me that instead of, this is almost like they looked at Abbey Road and said, what if Mm. we just walked the different directions?
0: Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) what if we changed
0: the access with which we walked? I
1: like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, I also, I like the idea of maybe the goal of what if we destroy another British street too? What if we make it impossible for traffic yeah, right. to come down this road? Yeah,
1: and this one seems very skinny, oh, yeah. <laughs> smaller street.
2: This is probably like Camden Market or something like that. like they I don't know I, mean, I don't know. I'm trying
0: to think of like small markets that are around London, but it's something it's a great cover. I like the white border. I like the simplicity of our fonts here. The Oasis logo is great, yeah.
1: I, yeah, I really like it. original the logo of...
2: is great cuz it is it feels very 90s to me and mm-hmm. that it's just like the font is the logo and it is very rare you see that logo anymore where like they're not doing anything other than just like yeah. hey man, we're just going to type it in like we're just we're just using t- times new roman and we're typing our name like that's yeah. what yeah. we're doing.
0: The logo also has a white border like the album cover. I just realized this. i <laughs> sorry.
1: Okay. <laughs> I Pretend like Pretend to be it. interesting. I like it. Good job, Ramsey. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this album cover, it is funny. I've seen it a million times. This is probably the longest I've ever stared at it. Like, if you had asked me what this cover was, I would not have been able to tell you, actually, before we pulled this up. It's just, like, I, never sunk in my brain.
2: I, yeah, once I saw it, I was like, I know immediately what it is. But if you had asked me to describe it, I don't think I could have described it.
0: Hmm.
1: No, me either, which is I, which is interesting to me. I do think it's interesting
2: how much punctuation is in the title of this album. <laughs> it yeah. is a surprising <laughs> amount. Yeah, there's an apostrophe, we got some parentheses, we got yeah. a question mark, we got everything. The Do
1: you know what the deal is with the title being formulated that way? No. Okay, me either. <laughs> I truly the, don't.
0: This is the reason I asked uh, if it's a song, because it had that same construction of when you don't want the whole title to count as the title. Uh, I can't think of another good example with the parenthetical. I also want to point out, uh, the uh, the editor in me needs to point out there's a superfluous space between Glory and Question Mark. Oh yeah, so there, there is. Is there? Yeah. yeah.
2: It is odd. Yeah. But this was the time, this was back in the day when you had to do two spaces after a period, so this it might be a holdover from that, that era. That's
0: true. That's true.
1: I like it. I think it's weird punctuation but like it's fun it's playful and it's like I don't know it's not doing anything negative for me
2: yeah I think it's a very solid I I, I give it like a B plus like great album art just like they took a photo they liked it they slapped their logo on they said let's go to let's go to print
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it does feel like exactly this year as well like this is straight ahead 90s oh Yeah.
1: yeah I mean I do yeah I agree um all right Twelve songs, fifty minutes. Shall we do it?
0: Let's do it. I think we can. <laughs> Starts off slow. I'll say it's yeah. I'm like, uh, is
1: it playing? Okay. It Let is. me
0: hold my ear closer to the microphone to hear it. That's not because this is like.
2: There we go. There we okay. go. Okay. Because there's like there's a, like a solid like seven seconds at the beginning of a riff from um, Wonderwall that they play at the very beginning. And then they start up the first song, which is Hello. Um.
1: So it is funny. I'm I'm curious, like, how many of these I will know, because I never actually owned this album, but I obviously know the singles, but my friends owned the CD. So I'm Mm. curious how many of them actually seeped into my consciousness and obviously i'm sure i've listened to it on streaming at some point since then but oh ramsey i didn't ask you too like what is what is your overall familiarity with like i mean both this full album and oasis i I know you're aware of them obviously but
0: well let me ask two questions is wonderwall on this album Yes. yes yes is champagne supernova on this album yes yes I know two out of the twelve tracks from this album.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: beyond that, I don't think I know anything.
1: Okay.
0: Here's what I'll, Heather. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna put out a guess. I'm gonna okay. say you know. You definitely know three. For sure, yes. you know three. Okay. I think you might know. I'm gonna say you know five. Okay. Ooh, that's gonna be my. That's gonna be my. And and if I had to do over under, I would say over five. But I think five is going to be, I think, you know, uh, Wonderwall, not to spoil what's coming up, but I think, you know, uh, Wonderwall. I think, you know, uh, Don't Look Back in Anger. I think, you know, oh, Champagne Supernova. Oh, yes, Super I do Nova. know Don't Look
1: Back in Anger. 100%. Yeah. I just
2: honestly wasn't like,
1: sure if it was on this album or not. Oh,
2: yeah. It's track four. You better believe it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I think you might know Roll With It and Some Might Say are ones that
1: oh, you might okay. know. Yep. Those are ringing bells. So we'll see. Yeah. I um, must I now
0: report o- that I do know Don't Look Back in Anger from Guitar Hero, y- okay. and I forgot about yes! that. One. Yes!
2: Oh my yes, god, okay, yes, okay. Yes.
1: Um, I also do think I saw Oasis once at Gov Ball, but I don't think both Gallagher brothers were there.
2: Oh, well, hopefully you didn't get spit on.
1: <laughs> like, no one spit on me, one. no one spit on me. But I did see them at Gov Ball one year. And, but I don't, I can't remember if it was billed as Oasis or billed as mm. a specific Gallagher or not. Oh, as like But they Noel. did perform Oasis songs. I just can't remember what the deal was. And I did see, well, and also, okay. Do they both sing?
2: Yes. Mostly it's, I think Liam, they Liam sings, but Liam's mostly guitar and Noel's mostly this the the singer. So
0: okay. you oh. probably saw Noel, I would assume. Okay. You just answered a question for me then, because whoever is not usually the singer is the one who did not storm out of the MTV Unplugged.
2: Oh, interesting. That's okay. What, okay. That's what
0: informed my answer as to why they were both singers. But then, as soon as you said one of them usually doesn't, I remembered why. Okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> More details. So, that was track
2: one. I'm going to say this they start off with their worst song. I don't know why they did that. Oh. <laughs> that's a weird move on their part.
1: <clears throat> yeah, fair enough.
2: Okay, I think you know this one. I know one. this one. I know Roll this with one. It. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I definitely do. Um I also I think I thought it was more of like a blink 2 situation where there were two singers, so that's also interesting to me.
2: You know, I might be wrong. I I, I think don't know. there are you gotta roll with it. You know, it might be two singers, but I. And you know what it is, I think, is that I just like Noel's voice more. So I always assume Noel's the okay. only one who sings. Because like, mm. I think there are two singers, but I know Liam is, is maybe what it is, is Liam's the guitar player and Noel is the primary songwriter. I think that's what I'm, oh, that's, okay. that might be lead the thing. Lead singer
1: is Liam and songwriter, okay, sorry. According to Wikipedia, lead singer is Liam and songwriter lead guitarist is Noel.
2: Oh, so I was wrong. Okay, got it. I thought whatever. Liam was... it's, it's so
1: hard to. I can, I'm constantly mixing them back and forth. So yes. Um, yeah. Okay. So Liam is the lead singer. Noel is the guitarist and also sings.
2: Okay. Okay. Hmm. Well, yeah, I added them backwards because, like, I, I know that Noel is a is the the um, songwriter because that's why his solo band yes. is better than the other. Like that it's makes like, sense. Oh. It's a Garfunkel, uh, Simon and Garfunkel situation where everyone was like, "Well, Art's got the beautiful voice, so he's gonna kill it in a solo <laughs> career." And then smash cut to him going like, "I like,
0: wow, <laughs> like not know really what to say." I was telling him, "Um, I believe whichever one was the Bird Band, <laughs> I already forgot the High name, Flying Birds. Yeah, I believe they're coming I, on tour to America soon." Uh, you got, for anyone I'm who most. gets concert oh. news from us, okay.
1: from us exclusively, yes, yeah. Which to be fair is mostly concerts that we went to, so they already missed those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's rare mostly. that
0: we uh, do it in this direction.
1: Yep, pretty rare.
2: Here is one thing I'll say about this: this song is kind of the thing that unlocked this album for me, and it because I loved this album, but it was always just in the background when I would like drive yep. around my in totally. my junior year, and then I remember in humanities, maybe it was a history class. They, we all had to move tables, and I had, was sitting next to this new, like, a new student, uh, uh, Ashley, who had just come to our school. And like, she was like, I, as, a, as a junior, I was just like, this is the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> and like while we were like, I was like humming, you got to roll with it, Well, I was like doing something. And then she went like, you got it. And she started singing along with me. And I was like, oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. For our listeners, when the song suddenly jumped ahead ten seconds, Heather disappeared from mm-hmm. us.
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was saying though that uh, how many how many other people must have similar stories of getting into a band because they connected with someone that they thought was cute about it. <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: constantly, yeah. <laughs> I tried singing. The weird songs I liked in high school to myself all the time, and never got any cute girls to sing "They Might Be Giants" back to me. That's fair. Yep. <laughs> Lesson learned.
1: Okay, I mean, this album for twelve songs does cruise along so far, and I mean, right iconic. Along. Like. Yeah.
2: The, uh, oh yeah. And this one is now. This is no.
1: What to say about this song. Like, this is one of those songs to me that just like, I'm sure this is on like every top 10 list of like songs that define the 90s. Like it just, there's no way that I can like pontificate the significance of this song in a way that someone else has not already better. Yeah. But this song, I, I don't know. It's so crazy how popular this song was. It also makes
0: no sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure.
1: Zero sense.
0: These guys get a lot of uh, Beatles comparisons. Do you guys know that this Wonderwall is a George Harrison solo album?
2: No. I didn't know
0: that. Back when he was still with the Beatles, he did a soundtrack for a movie called Wonderwall and released an album called Wonderwall Music. Uh, So... When they are asked, "What does this song mean?" they can't tell you because it's just a reference to somebody else's album title.
2: That the song makes was originally
1: sense. titled "Wishing Stone."
0: Oh, oh, you're my wishing
2: stone. That's well, that sucks. the same vibe. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, it was written for Noel Gallagher's uh, girlfriend. Okay then wife they got divorced uh oh. yep. checks
0: out checks out
1: yep. yep the song's final title was inspired by george harrison's solo album makes perfect sense
0: the uh i guess is it just a cello whatever the string is here always makes me think of uh brick by ben folds oh interesting oh, oh i love this
1: yeah
2: yep i love it's that.
1: just so good
2: I, so this is when I was, um, when this album came out, and this was like, this must have been the 90, it was a year later, it was the 96th presidential election. I, um, I think this was around the same time that Bad Hair Day by Weird Al came out. (laughs) um, And I decided that I would be a a song parody writer as well. And so that was my fifth grade mind. So I made a Bob Dole related uh, song (laughs) about, like, set to Wonderwall. It was, um, oh man. And I don't remember any of it. It was about how he was old, because that's I that's all I understood was that he was yep. old because that's what everyone's joking. Sure, sure. yep. All Jay Leno yep. talked about was how old he was. <laughs> so I re- and I don't think this doesn't make any sense, but I wrote the lyric, Bob Dole is gonna be your goal when you're at the age of forty two. And I was like, that makes no sense. <laughs> but like when I was a kid, I was like, Oh yeah, because you're forty two, that's already old. But can you imagine being even older than oh. that? Whoa! <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you talking about
0: um, it's a good uh, it's a good internal rhyme like once you had dole and goal you're like Mm -hmm. well let's just just now walk this thing home yeah the work does (laughs) itself i had two songs i had that one Mm -hmm.
2: and then i had these were all clearly ripped off from snl and then the other one i had was um set to the song peaches by presidents of the united states (laughs) of america great song oh my god it's called mango Yeah, it's called "Mang." It was no. Yep. It was about Bill Clinton going to McDonald's.
0: I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I think it was like okay.
2: Clinton's in the White House eating a lot of French
1: fries. <laughs> like, I, I mean, perfect. No notes. Yeah, and it's
0: only the fact that that song didn't hit the radio that Clinton won that election. Mm-hmm. That's a yep. big thing. I would have been. I would have. Yeah, I, you
2: know, I, 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 was a, I was a fifth grade Republican. <laughs> I was like really going for Bob Dole. At the time. Yep,
0: that's right. <laughs> that's not true. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that you referenced Bad Hair Day as the inspiration because I just in 2023 wrote a song parody of uh, Gangsta's Paradise. Oh, nice for our, for this podcast. You got to do what you got to do. You gotta yeah, do yeah, I'm, you gotta I'm do.
1: shaking my head, but I have said this out loud to Ramsey, and I will say it on the record. I think it is some of Ramsey's greatest work. <laughs> it made me genuinely laugh. <laughs> I um, love this one. Wonderwall is still a great song.
0: Just wanted to so get good. that out there. Yeah.
1: It, Wonderwall is a great song. This is the song I specifically remember when I saw, whichever Gallagher I saw, that they performed this song, and I was... Thrills, yeah. And then I can't remember if they performed Wonderwall or Champagne Supernova, but they only did one. They did not do both. Oh,
0: mm. fascinating choice.
1: Which Which do you think is more popular? Do you know?
0: Oh, are we going by Spotify plays.
1: It's what I got in front of me, so yeah, let's do that.
2: <laughs> I th- well, I think I think Spotify plays would go would go to Wonderwall just because it's shorter. <laughs> but I, don't I-, know. I was also going to say Wonderwall.
1: Yeah, Wonderwall is. Okay. um more significantly than i expected um weirdly this song is more popular than champagne supernova maybe hmm. again because it's the maybe it's the runtime so champagne supernova on spotify has uh hold on my brain is broken at this point in the day uh oh, i forgot this was the course
0: this course rules this, chorus this course
1: rules does rule uh, okay, so it has 300 million plays, roughly. This song has 650 million, and Wonderwall has one billion. Wow. wow. Crazy.
2: This this song, I think I think this song's just got a great tail. Like, yeah. this song has, like, really had a lasting impact. And yeah. also, like, this is, like, if you're ever at, like, a British pub, and, like, you're, like, a few beers deep, and every- and this song comes on, this is a song that will get everyone to just, like, belt and like right. sing along to this song.
1: I also feel like and this I, this isn't like a sellout conversation thing but I also think there is something to the fact that this one wasn't so popular on the radio yeah. to me that like hmm. retains a little specialness like I love uh, Champagne Supernova and I love Wonderwall but like the fact that this one wasn't just everywhere it's the sleeper still head. feels like a little bit more like it's like yours still you know I don't know that makes sense yeah.
2: I buy that, yeah. Because this does feel more personal to me. Like this song
1: does feel like a
0: very like,
1: yeah, me too. Yeah,
0: I feel like I'm somehow was aware of this song before uh, Bob Dylan <laughs> because whenever I hear,
1: I mean, don't you were look a kid, back. So it's not crazy. Yeah, yeah I guess that's
0: not strange. Uh, yeah, but I always assume that the Bob Dylan song is also called "Don't Look Back in Anger." Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it's just a weird thing that my brain does. Man, that- oh,
1: this. Noel Gallagher uh, about this song said, "It reminds me of a cross between all the young dudes and something oh. the Beatles might have done," which that I love that compare. I love that amalgamation. Yeah, yeah. I
0: wouldn't have put that all the young dudes in there, but th- I can definitely hear it. Absolutely. How many I other love this song. Oasis's are there? Uh, Oasis players Oasis. members. Oasis. Oasis. Oasi. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, let me go to my favorite section people? of Wikipedia. Yeah.
2: So. I'm sure there's a lot of, like, older band members, mm. so I'm sure it's oh, yes. a huge list. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's see. Okay, honestly, not as big as you would think. The total past member list, which includes Gallagher Brothers, obviously, is one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight total. So that's actually not. All. We've seen worse. Yep. That's not have bad. Um, Especially with these general, two, I would have expected like it to be way bigger. Yeah. <laughs> right. One, two, three, four. It looks like it's generally a five piece.
0: Okay. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: I, beautiful, yeah right? I just, beautiful. I just. This song is truly like, every time, they, there was someone who I was talking to, I don't even remember who, but they were like, we had a house party and this was just playing and it made everyone stop. Partying and to sing along, and I was like, "I believe, yeah, it. man, it's a great, it's like a real earworm, and it also like, yeah, you somehow like, especially people of our age, like the second it plays, you're like, oh, I know this song, like you just like know it, yeah, oh, it's yeah, like in your
0: bones. I I have forgotten this song, and I am right now feeling like, oh, I like Oasis a lot though. <laughs> this is yeah. a really good song. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: there's a music video for this that I've never seen. I don't think I've seen it. This doesn't ring a bell.
2: I don't think I've seen any of their... Maybe I've seen Champagne Supernova and probably Wonderwall, but I don't know of any yeah. other ones. So this is Hey Now, I think.
1: Okay. Yeah. This is ringing a bell, but I, I don't know if it's just because it sounds 90s.
2: Yeah, this one is not one of the big ones. This is not one that I think you would know. I think you okay. would know... I think you would know some might say was just the, the next song song because the next okay. track is just that weird 40-second... like. Mm. And, Interstitial that happens.
1: I know this. You know this. I do know this. All right. So maybe I know more of this album than I thought, though.
2: There is one song that I'm very going to be very curious if you know or not, which is my favorite on the album, and not because it's good, but because I'm obsessed with it. Okay. Um, And we'll see. It's track nine. She's electric. We'll see if you know she's electric Hmm. when that happens. Okay. Because it's a crazy song.
1: All right. I'm excited. We've. Not really touched on this, but or maybe we touched on it a little, but what else were you listening to at the time that you were listening to this album? Sure. So,
2: yeah. So, you know, I wasn't really listening to this album when it came
1: out. Sure. Okay.
2: Because that was around the time that I was just listening to the radio on the bus and I didn't really have a CD player either. Like, Mm. I didn't actually get a CD player until I was in seventh grade and this album came out when I was like in fifth grade and then so I kind of forgot about it and then stumbled back into it in like 10th grade, ninth or 10th grade when I finally was like, oh right I actually snuck into Zane's room and was like oh right, I made him buy this, I, this is mine now and <laughs> I took it <laughs> yeah. from his room and that's kind of when I rediscovered it so around the time that I was listening to this I think honestly this was the album that transitioned me out of my punk phase of like, because okay. I, like, I was like, listening to a lot of like offspring and pennywise and guttermouth like yep. and then this album was the one West that Coast made Skate me kind Bump, of go yeah 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 uh-huh <laughs> um and then this was the album that made me kind of like leave that and be like okay. oh i think i kind of like alt rock like and i hmm. or like rock and like yep. alt rock more than i like punk um i narrowed and my eyes this was because, kind of like gateway
0: uh i'm so sorry Oh no uh, no! I was just saying
2: this is my gateway to like then live and like Counting Crows and a bunch okay. of like that other, makes sense and like Alanis
0: Morissette and, like and just like other
2: like mid nineties rock was because of this album.
0: I don't know if it's worth going back to for me to say what a stupid name gutter mouth is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Not uh, a good name. No.
1: Okay, but, but now that you've up, brought up Counting Crows on the show, because literally no other guest ever has, <laughs> what is your favorite Counting Crows album?
2: This is a great question. I Counting never Crows, have anyone
1: to talk to this, this with this, is, about this. This is big for Heather. <laughs> I, honestly, this is, I was
2: either going to do this album or any of the Counting Crows albums, because I would be down for any of them. Um, my favorite Counting Crows album is... I mean, it kind of changes around... Um, but I think the one that I like to listen to the most is this Desert Life, which is probably the one that I discovered. But I don't think it's the best one. I think Recovering the Satellites might be the best one or August and Everything After is is so great. Also yeah. though, I got a real soft spot for hard candy, so I've got I like all four okay. of those original okay. ones a lot.
1: Yeah. August and Everything After is mine and then Recovering the Satellites. Recovering the Satellites is where I came in, but then I also listened to this Desert Life a ton because, you know, it's the one that came after, so. Yes. You know? There's Uh, a great article that AV Club
2: did about the recover about recovering the satellites. It was like it it was a period of time they were writing like what were they writing? They were writing like articles about uh, bands' sophomore albums because like they're saying like the first albums are where their artists who are just like they're young and hungry and they're writing about real life, and then their second albums are always these weird ones about dealing with how famous they are Hmm. and how much of a success the first album was. Um, I love it. And it it was a very fascinating take on recovering the satellites. So I think... I think really the question is like, what's the which do you like better, August and everything after recovering the satellites? Because no one really considers this desert life and hard candy there, or Saturday nights, Sunday mornings, or yeah. whatever the after that. Which I
0: no, don't no know I, mean. I don't know anything after no, that. No, um, no, I'm sitting down next to you at the lunch table. Uh, have you guys heard the Shrek Two soundtrack though?
1: <laughs> Get out of here! Get out <laughs> oh, of here! Oh, okay, sorry. You know
2: this is crazy though, Heather. I don't know if you've seen it, but they they have a, a an original song that came out like right before COVID called august and everything after so it's impossible okay. to find and it is not familiar it's not good and okay. it is also kind of clearly adam duritz writing a song to try to get ahead of his cancellation oh, <laughs> it's oh it a uh, bit of like you're listening to it and it's like okay. oh he's talking about like sleeping with a lot of young girls like it's like very weird and not fun. And it's like, okay. it kind of ruins the band a little bit. Mm. But right, I still well, listen to those first albums a lot.
1: Same. Also, I was at a show last summer. I was at a dashboard show. And he brought Adam Duritz out to sing a song. And I got so excited, I literally formed tears of joy in my eyes. Oh, my god! Because I was also so surprised. Yeah. It's not like I was at, like, I, that wouldn't have happened if I was at a Counting Crows concert. But I was just like, ah! Oh, what? here? <laughs> His yeah, hair, his because they did is a here. song, <laughs> yeah. They actually, he had short hair.
0: Oh, he
1: had short hair. But he did a song with Dashboard from like a million years ago, and he came out and they did that song together, and it was very cool. That's all. Awesome. Oh, that's cool. That's really. Cool. Fun. I was really excited, and it was on a beautiful, like uh, summer night in Brooklyn, on this rooftop venue that overlooks Lower Manhattan and the rivers. It was. Oh, uh, I love it there.
2: <laughs> that is a great concert time. I it would too. Uh, oh, I want to talk about Counting Crows, but I will say real quick: this is one of those weird interstitial songs that, that makes no sense. That song, in there. version one. Delete this <laughs> yeah. from the tr- CD. <laughs> you were right. You were right. Ramsey agrees. I just got rid of it. <laughs> yeah. No, I just go. Let's go straight into some might say. Um, but uh, there, th- I the last time I saw Counting Crows was uh, like a pseudo bachelor party for me. Was it was just me and my best man. Uh, our first concert was live in Counting Crows under the, the, their this mm. Desert Life tour and um, wait, do you know this song? Heather? No. Okay, then maybe you don't know some I'd say. So maybe I just guessed which song you didn't know. Right, but you might only know five. Anyway, Um, but so we went to for my like bachelor party just me and him because he's a school teacher in Portland and I was living in New York at the time we were like, well, Counting Crows and Live are touring again in 2018 and they've got a show in Austin, Texas. Let's meet up in Austin, Texas to go watch fun. Counting Crows and Live again. And it was so fun. It was uh-huh. like 110 degrees. It was so hot. <laughs> but also at one point, Duritz <laughs> came out and he was singing the song Miami from Hard Candy. And then he said like, he was playing it and then they were just like riffing and he started like talking to the audience like during a musical interlude and he was like man when I wrote this song you know I was like so in love with this girl and like you know I hadn't seen her because I was on tour and we got to Miami and I drove to pick her up because it was the end of the tour and she was going to join us and I was so excited to see her you know and and I got to the like I got to the airport I walked right up to their gate because you know this was in a time when you could still do that and the audience all laughed and then he stops and goes, I don't know why you're laughing. 2 months later the world changed. <gasps> and like, so he just guilted us into oh, laughing man. at nine eleven, And we were all like, no, you <laughs> were saying it like it was a funny <laughs> thing. <laughs> was it <laughs> Oh wow. Oh my god. What are you doing? Okay. Okay. But yeah, he really That's shamed really us. He really shamed us. Yeah, Off of, so that's mean, my dirt story.
1: He's not someone I think I want to be friends with, for the record.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, now he'll I never don't know do if the I show want to either. <laughs> I don't think that was happening, anyway.
0: <laughs> uh, Drew, did you did you follow the them Gallagher brothers into the world of Brit pop at all? Like, did you go into Pulp or other bands I can't name?
2: No, honestly, I didn't. I I think I kind of in a weird stupid way when i rediscovered the album i it just opened up 1995 for me mm. it didn't open up brit pop it just opened up the year that it came out um and that's when i kind of went back and revisited all the albums that like that i that i just kind of like didn't listen to because i was really into skater punk stuff from the west coast you know like like mm-hmm. really into all that and so then I think after this one, I got kind of into more, yeah, more into Count of Crows, Live, Everclear. I got more into mm. like um, a lot of those just like mid 90s rock stuff, but no British, like no Brit pop or Brit rock or anything like that, which is kind of weird because I'm sure I would like it, but I just never did.
1: What was your journey from there of like those bands? Like, what do you, what did you like get into in like college and now?
2: College, I, you know, okay, so I, I'm not. I don't have good music tastes. So I'll say this right now. This is my friend, Steven <laughs> used to say, and I, uh, about his music taste. He goes, I love, uh, he goes, I love terrible music in the Beatles and I love great movies and the, the movie Pootie Tang. And I'm like, yeah,
1: that's about what I'm at. Like, that's kind of, <laughs> I also really <laughs> love the movie Pootie Tang. <laughs> yeah,
0: It's about right. Um, you guys are getting canceled left and right with your, uh, I know, I know <laughs> man.
1: We're just, I yeah. watched it, it so much do? in high school. Continue. But
2: so in college, I kind of got more into, I got, kind of got more into like certain kinds of like Southern rock, like more indie Southern rock, like uh, Blitzen Trapper, I got really into for okay. a while. Um, and I got really into, um, honestly, the one of the big things was, is that like, I just kept discovering more and more stuff from the years that I wasn't listening to and like sure. 70s mm-hmm. and 80s music, because mm-hmm. like that was, my parents didn't listen to much Like growing up, the only albums we had were best of albums. So I was kind of like discovering like full albums of Tom Petty and full albums of the Beatles and like full album. Like I didn't know anything about the White album because the only Beatles stuff that I knew was from one. Right. So like that was kind of my college experience was like getting to know a lot of the older bands mixed in with OutKast. I was just then I was just like <laughs> to a lot of Outcasts because I mean Hey Ya was at every yep. single party that we went to unavoidable so was, you had to listen to that
0: <laughs> that's maybe the one contemporary song I know from this from when I was supposed <laughs> to be listening to music
2: yeah there was, there was one there's a record store in Walla Walla called Hot Poop <laughs> uh, excuse me called what Hot Poop H O T space P-O-O-P exactly okay. as it sounds. Just
1: making sure that Zoom didn't muddle nope. those words for me. I, okay. It was
2: called Hot Poop. Uh, okay. They Stop should release it. a streaming. I, well, they, <laughs> I, I, I'm just thinking they should release a streaming uh, network because I would watch Hot <laughs> Poop in, in immediately. Yeah. Uh, but I remember walking to Hot Poop and buying... Uh, some Tom Petty albums and journey albums, uh, because mm-hmm. I was kind of like, Oh, I don't know journey. Uh, now I, now I don't really listen to journey much anymore, but like I, that was like me discovering journey my freshman year of college. <laughs> so, okay. So this song is cast no shadow and I don't like this song that much. It does feel a little bit like, like, like a, a rip off of "Wonderwall." It did trick yeah, me. Like it it a slow, I thought, you right? know. Yeah.
1: I was like,
0: what is this a reprise? I don't know. Yeah, this sounds boring. This it's sounds kind like Denobilia. <laughs> yeah, it
1: sounds boring.
0: <laughs> it's, it's I'm usually fine.
1: the one that says something on the show is boring. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you. This is a a really weird thing that happened in college with music, though. Was I would like because like I wouldn't ever write my papers until the night before, obviously, because that's what you do in college. You know, because you're time in college, to edit, yeah. you just write them. You were in college. You start at one a.m. the night before, and you write until you go to That's sleep, right. and you yep. don't finish it. Yeah. Yep. But I, um, one night, I had like improv rehearsal, and then a theater rehearsal, and then I didn't get home until like one, and I was like, I got to write this history paper, and I had downloaded all of the album Desireless by Eagle Eye Cherry, mm. <laughs> which like has the Is song that the one Save that has Tonight. The big okay. song on it. Yeah, Save Tonight. Yeah. Okay. But I was like, I love that song. Maybe I'll like this album. And so I listened to that album on loop while writing this paper about, Whoa. I think, the French Revolution, and I got you a You think B the French plus. Revolution, but
0: actually, I think. Eagle Eye Cherry. <laughs> actually, it
2: was about their song. Yeah, it was actually about Eagle Eye Cherry's song, Lorelei, When Mermaids Cry. Um, but I listened to that album, and I got a B-plus on the paper without editing it. And at that point, I decided I could never write without listening to Eagle Eye oh, Cherry no. <laughs> So, oh, no. for, and it, this extended past college. During the times <laughs> of me writing sketch comedy in New York, the first two years of my writing was all written to Eagle Eye Cherry's album wow.
0: *Desireless*. That is what?
1: really good.
0: It's insane. The, so, my big question is: Why only the first two years? What was it that broke you of this? <laughs> yeah, street? well,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I want to know. You know, honestly, I. Just stop doing it. It was just this weird thing where all of a sudden I was kind of like, I did, I wrote a sketch without it. And I was like, oh, I don't need to do this anymore. (laughs) And I looked at my iTunes because this was before Spotify. This was like 2012. And my top 10 songs were just the 10 songs from the album Desireless. Like over and and like by hundreds of plays. (laughs) They were like beating everything else. And I was like. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, your your iTunes top plays were like when Taylor Swift's Midnights came out. Was, yeah,
1: exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, I found an article that is basically a timeline of the goal, get, whoa, 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 Gallagher brother feud. So the first bullet point is that it starts sometimes at, sometime in the 70s.
0: <laughs> when Liam is basically born.
1: Basically as soon as Liam was born. Um, and then... Uh, in the documentary, apparently Liam reveals that during one of their, uh, in one of their fights, um, one night I came home or I came in pissed and I couldn't find the light switch. So I pissed all over Noel's new stereo. And that's basically what it boils down to
2: because he Uh, pissed on a stereo.
1: Yep. He pissed on a stereo in 1994. Noel quit Oasis's first American tour.
0: Uh, I just want to say as a British person, I don't think you're allowed to use both meanings of pissed in the same sentence. I think you got to pick one.
1: Fair. Okay. Okay. I'll, you know, we'll see what they say about that. Okay. Get back um, Okay. So during a gig at the, in 1994, uh, during a gig at the Whiskey G- uh, Go-Go, uh, the band allegedly high on crystal meth uh, muddled through a legendarily terrible set, which is linked out, which culminated with Liam hitting Noel with a tambourine and walking off stage before the show was over. Noel then quit the tour the next day. He eventually rejoined the group. Great. Okay. It's
2: already Gallagher's. pretty bad.
1: Yeah. It's already yeah. not great. Not great.
2: Um, and then one of them smashed a watermelon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's uh,
1: that,
2: this, that other Gallagher's related.
0: <laughs> we've got two There's different sets of, of Gallagher brothers that hate each other. Yeah,
1: that's true. Uh, 1998, the brothers' ba- battles are immortalized in Celebrity Deathmatch. Never forget. Oh. There's been lots of little things in here. I'm trying to just get the. Yeah, you no, know, the big ones. Oh, actually, it says. uh, I don't think until- that contributed to the feud. No, no, no. But it does note that Gallagher, the prop comedian, did come out in that Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh,
2: great. Honestly,
1: I kind of just forgot Celebrity Deathmatch existed, so I just liked that one. <laughs> oh, but yeah. in 2000, Null quits again. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, based on what I'm seeing, it might have contributed.
0: Yeah, like, oi, oi, I can't believe your clay figure beat me up, wanker. That's my (laughs) British accent.
1: Wait, Ramsey, how do you pronounce the word uh, F-R-A-C-A-S? Fracas? Fracas? Fracas, I have never seen this word written out, and I don't think I knew this was how it was spelled. But in 2002, or sorry, Jesus, what is wrong with me today? 2000, Noel quits again after another fracas with Liam wow okay uh yep they got in a fight he quit i've never forgiven him because he's never apologized noel said uh he eventually rejoined the band (laughs) uh noel claims that liam is frightened to death of him in 2005 what the heck I also I don't know why my brain refuses to keep these two brothers straight. I don't know which one seems like more of an asshole.
2: This is the thing I can't ever remember. This is why yeah. I got. Me either them all I don't confused. know
1: why I have a brain block about this. Oh wait,
2: Heather, do you know this song? This is the weird song.
1: No. Oh, is, wait, but is this your favorite one?
2: This is my favorite one. Okay, oh. tell us more. So what's what's the name one? of this one? It's called She's Electric. Now my theory of that. this my theory of this album, of this song is that when the record execs came to them and said, we need to do another record, they said, we've got nine songs written. And they go, well, we need 10. And they go, we've got something about a girl being electric, but we have nothing outside of that, and we need more time to write it. <laughs>
1: yeah. And he
2: said, no, write it. And so the lyrics of this are literally like, she's electric she's in a family full of eccentrics she's done things I never expected and I need more time it always ends with I need more time or like this like this one here
0: okay sounds familiar
2: I mean it's just Whoa, the twist most insane yeah it's the most insane rhymes of just like the most yeah. simple rhymes cousin <laughs> She's got about a dozen. So, not notable. Got it. <laughs> not notable. But also, like, everything about it, it's like, yeah, she's got a sister, and on the on the palm of her hand, there's a blister. Okay. And God only knows how I missed her, and yeah. I need more time. Like, it's every like thing ends with, I need more That's time. That's
0: really funny. Yeah, just the ultimate placeholder oh lyric.
2: <laughs> it's a good harmony. It's like, constantly, it's, but I need more time. It's, yeah. It's a nice it song. It reminds me. Of an early Beatles song, of just like kind Mm. of like a nice ditty that has nothing to do with the rest of their like discography. Yep. Oh, Uh, here we go. Because I'll be you and you'll be me. There's lots and lots for us to see. I don't know. Okay. There's lots and lots for us to do. Ah, she's electric. Can I be electric too? It's so stupid. This is really dumb. But I feel like they had to have just. Told the exec, we gotta. We just. This is all we have. <laughs> they were like, just record it. Yep. it's
0: fine. Good enough. Yeah, we anyway, have this. Yeah, that's why this is my favorite. We have nine songs. Two of them are forty seconds. Is that okay? <laughs>
2: yeah, two of them. Are, yeah, like well, though no, I think that's it. They were like, no, we need twelve. Oh. They go, well, two of them are just going to be helicopter sounds and guitar <laughs> riffs. So deal with that.
0: Drew, did you ever get to see? A Gallagher or
2: both Gallagher's on stage? I never have gotten to see them perform, which is like a real bummer. Um, Yeah. I feel like I might be the only person who's listened to the entirety of High Flying Birds discography (laughs) and not seen them
0: live.
1: That's funny. (laughs)
2: That that didn't buy it at the Birch table. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this is What's the Story Morning Glory. I know this this one too. You know this one, okay.
1: Yeah. Because I'm still trying to figure out which brother I think is the jerk. I think, you know what it
2: is? I think I was wrong. I think it's Noel is the is kind of the jerk, but he's also the genius. Mm. And that's kind of the, the the hard thing to parse. But, like, it makes
0: sense that he's the genius and also the jerk, because that's almost always the case. This is not going to okay, be... Okay, but Liam, go ahead. I was just going to say, this isn't going to be helpful, but it, it was interesting in this Abbey Road documentary where they talked about recording there, where one of them was like, yeah, we got kicked out of Abbey Road for... Uh, throw. We were just... Uh, I think we broke something. I don't really remember. We were really drunk. And then it cuts to the other brothers. Like, we'd have to be really stupid to get kicked out of Abbey Road. This is and like completely denying the story and saying, no, they just asked us to uh, turn the music down. Uh, And I just love that they kept in both threads.
1: That's perfect. Um, Apparently, so basically apparently they got in a another once they both got on twitter they got into a big twitter beef which i kind of remember this uh and there is an infamous tweet that is liam tweeting not into jumping onto something that happened 20 years ago it was your idea you massive potato who are you (laughs) trying to kid mr showbiz you massive potato
0: (laughs) So good.
1: (laughs) So now Liam is my favorite, despite anything else, because he called his brother a massive potato. I can think of no
2: more British insult Mm -hmm. than, like, potato. Like, being like, you, potato, you're like (laughs) those Irish (laughs) fruit.
1: It's so good, you massive potato. Honestly, though, if any of our listeners could tell us which the bad one is. I'm Also, there might not be a bad one. I just assume one has to be bad and one is good. The TV and movies have ruined me, but if someone could tell me, because my brain apparently refuses to make these two different people, I don't.
2: <laughs> I think it's gonna I be. I need tough. help. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I think you're gonna get a lot of mixed stuff, mm. too. I feel like some people are gonna have very different opinions
0: about it. We'll take the average.
1: <laughs> right. I'm googling which Gallagher brother is worse.
0: <laughs> it's, it's Gallagher two. That is the answer.
1: Okay, yeah. I found a Reddit or a Quora thread that said who is the nicer brother.
0: Heather, this is your shoddiest research you've done. Wow! Well, <laughs> yeah, no, Quora using Quora for an opinion.
1: Yeah, cut it out. Oh, the answer's too long for the podcast. I can't get. <laughs> I can't do it.
2: Oh well, yeah, because you got to analyze it. It's not like yeah. There's not a very
0: easy answer for it. Is this? Oh, okay. Would you think this is a good song to name your album after? Is this the right titular track?
2: No. Well, I mean, it's a good album title, I guess. But I'd say it's in the bottom three of the songs on this album. So it it feels a little, yeah. I mean, look, I like She's Electric, so I'm putting it above this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a
0: worse title for this album, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I just, this song has a Wikipedia entry, and I just clicked into it. There's a section called, for lyrics and themes. This is all it says. Morning Glory contains lyrical references to the drug cocaine and to the Beatles.
0: Mm. You <laughs> okay. Could have just left one of those that's off this, it. probably.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe you're doing too much. Yep. <laughs> you're doing too much with this song. Yep. Yeah. That's also just, that should just be the lyric notes on the Wikipedia article music. Because that's just <laughs> music in general is about cocaine yeah, right? and the Beatles.
0: Yep. Post 1969, this is what music was.
2: Yeah, cocaine just about the cocaine Beatles. and Beatles. <laughs> That's, That's it. it.
0: Yep. Cocaine and the
2: Beatles sounds like like what like, there's a lot of great Mexican. There's like, like Mexican restaurants out here and taco trucks that are just like, taco and beer, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and I'm like salsa and beer. And I'm like hell yeah. It's like Beatles and cocaine. Like that sounds like a just a great, yeah, great music t- like album title. Honestly, not a bad right. band name. No, mm-hmm. true. Yep.
1: Guys, the rhythm guitarist is Paul Bonehead Arthurs. Oh, man. Just needed you to know that.
2: I'm hoping. You think one of the Gallagher brothers, like, (laughs) added that to the Wikipedia?
1: Yeah, (laughs) probably my least favorite one, Noel.
0: Oh, who on Wikipedia is. But I've
1: arbitrarily decided. He's called Noel Noel, Nasset Potato. (laughs) Yeah,
2: he would be potato if it was lamb.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's how I know it was Noel. It's not clever enough. My new favorite Gallagher brother.
0: Yeah. Drew, Drew like and I were racing to say potato up. again. I'm sorry, yeah. potato, 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 potato. potato. Right.
2: Oh yeah, this is the weird album that's just a helicopter uh, flying into a uh, waterfall. I think. Oh. Okay, that's kind of what the entire the Swamp Song, song is. version 2? Yep, Swamp Song 2. Yeah, it's just kind of ghostly and weird, oh. and then it goes into Champagne Supernova, which is like, look, I'll say ending your ending your album with Champagne Supernova, which is like a big. I love it when albums end on, like, an epic, like, ballad. Like, this, like, epic, long song that just, like, feels like you're just getting washed over. Yeah. It's a much worse song, but the end of the Third Eye Blind self-titled is God of Wine. And that is kind of, it Mm. feels like it has the same vibe of just, like, Hmm. yeah, man, we're just going to listen to water and, like, slow guitar and just, like, go to sleep.
0: A huge blind spot for my music is... I've, I don't really know Pink Floyd or Led Zeppelin at all, but what? these last two songs, <laughs> like this this stretch, is what Pink Floyd sounds like to my mind.
1: Co- incorrect.
0: Okay. <laughs> I made a guess. I
1: didn't really listen to Led Zeppelin, but I've listened to a lot of Pink Floyd. I don't know why.
2: You ready? I th- listened to more Led Zeppelin than Pink Floyd. Oh. Okay. But I, I'll say that I only did that because we I was never that into either of them just because I never really I'm sure I would like him, but I just never gave it a chance. And then uh, I wrote an album that or I wrote a sketch show that ended with a Led Zeppelin song. So I got into Led <laughs> Zeppelin
0: because of that.
1: Yeah, for whatever reason. Uh, how school, could you... my. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ramsey. Oh,
0: sorry. No, I was just no, going to no, say, no, how fine. could you write that with a reference to Led Zeppelin when Eagle Eye Cherry was blasting through your headphones?
1: <laughs> Great question. Well,
2: I mean, the, the whole point of it was that that was it was it, we needed to find something that was <laughs> uh, like definitively better than Billy Joel. <laughs> that, was, that was Led Zeppelin. I don't think we could have ended a Billy Joel sketch show with "Eagle Eye Cherry Rocks."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And refunds are in the box office. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh. I don't know what made me think of this, but I Googled it to make sure I wasn't making this up on. I think it was the last Jenny Lewis album she was giving interviews about or whatever. It was the album The Voyager. I don't remember if it was the last one that um, Ryan Adams produced before he was canceled. Um, Mm -hmm. And she was saying that also this is the story is fine because it also makes him continue to look like an asshole. Is she was saying like he challenged her to, quote, go home and write her Wonderwall. And then she wrote The Voyager and came back to the studio and played it for him. And he was like, eh. What? (laughs) He's such a dick. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: album is also awesome. I agree. (laughs) I love that album.
1: And that song is great. But yeah, he challenged her to write, quote, her wonder while she went home and write the song The Voyager and came in and he was like, eh. Yeah. That's
2: also what what a like. I don't know like I the, the idea I've seen it so many with artists being like I have just written my Star Wars and it's like yeah. wh- what are you talking about <laughs> like there's no way you could like write your Star Wars it's like man you know what yeah. you got to do we just got to go home and write our Hey Jude <laughs> it's like what are you talking about <laughs> we haven't been trying before we have really got to. Yeah the real problem is we haven't been trying right. but if we're trying we can come up with yeah. a set uh, like a seminal song that <laughs> transcends everything <laughs>
1: Okay, I found it. So it was like, he said, I want you to go home this weekend and write Wonderwall. Of course, I thought to myself, well, I can't fucking do that. Wonderwall is a perfect song. And if I could have done that, I would have already done it in the last 15 (laughs) years. Despite her misgivings, she didn't want to disappoint. She went home, blah, 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 listened to it. That's where the song came from. I showed up on Monday and played the song for Ryan in his office. And his response really wasn't really, he wasn't really over the moon. I'll put it that way. (laughs)
2: Oh my oh, which God. Which means
1: he was a dick about it. Let's be real.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, that's the same album
2: that has She's Not Me on it, right? Yeah. Well, I saw that, that concert at um, The be- uh, the Beacon. It was up in. Up in is The Beacon on oh, yeah. 80th?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The and theater. that was great.
2: Yeah. yeah. That th- that concert was awesome. Because it was also yeah. the 10 year anniversary of, or 15 year anniversary, I can't remember, of um, uh, Rabbit for Code. Mm. Uh, oh.
0: And yes. that was awesome.
1: I also don't know how we haven't done any... We've done Rilo Kylie, but we haven't done solo Jenny yeah, we, Lewis. We, we talked that about on it list. on the last
0: Rilo Kiley episode. I'm going to put it on the list. All right.
1: Because I'm more of a Jenny Lewis stan than I am a Rilo Kylie stan. I like Rilo Kylie, but...
2: I didn't really know uh, Jenny Lewis and Rilo Kylie that well until I met my wife. And then that's why we went to that concert. And then I was yeah. like, wait, this is awesome. <laughs> why don't yeah. I know this... I like, had an ex-boyfriend once
1: who told me he I was playing Jenny Lewis and he said yeah every girl with bangs loves Jenny Lewis and I was like that is I had bangs at the yeah. time and I was like that is <laughs> extremely rude but probably true. Well, yeah.
2: when my my now wife took me to Jenny Lewis, she had bangs. Um, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know it's hard to be mad when it's maybe true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I'm sorry to do this, but uh, it's taking up space in my brain, and this is the only place for it. Please. Uh, there are, there's a band on Mr. Show called Smush, okay. in which okay. Bob and David are playing a Oasis pair. And on the audio uh-huh. commentary, they talk about how they wanted to license Champagne Supernova and sing, Yankee Doodle went to town. Riding on his <laughs> pony, Brown, and that—that is—I hear that in my head every single time the song comes on, and it, now I'm sh- I need to share it with the world. This uh, song I parody. Like it that's
2: great. I'm also very mad that I mean, I've obviously, yeah, that's the good song parody. Better than Bob Dole is going to be your coal. <laughs> <when you're laughs> right <laughs> you. So
0: sorry.
1: I mean, you, I think it's okay that you weren't the song parody writing level of Bob Odenkirk and David Cross as a fifth grader.
0: Yeah, as a fifth grader.
2: <laughs> also, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't quite understand. I think understand. it's okay.
0: Yeah. Your mistake was going topical.
2: Yeah. You know what? That was the big
0: problem. I, I'm not sure <laughs> if adding the word brown counts as writing, though, to the Yankee Doodle. <laughs> okay, fair.
2: <laughs> That's fair. I, this was, so when I first heard this song, I... The, one of the things that really confused little like uh, I think probably well I mean I heard this in fifth grade because it was always on the, the bus but I was like wait but this doesn't make any sense because you don't get high on champagne you get drunk on <laughs> champagne so what is this song even about <laughs> like it's <as laughs> like a fifth grader I was very upset that's really that funny. the logic didn't didn't like line up I also <laughs> felt that same way about the Billy Joel song Captain Jack because I was like well Captain Jack that's I was like obviously he's writing about the rum Uh, like, and and that doesn't get you high. I was like, just a real logical, literal kid for a long time.
0: Two sternly worded letters to write. (laughs) Yes.
1: Ramsey, this song is seven minutes and 30 seconds. I know you don't love a long song, especially the end just kind of repeats and fades out. A thing you have gone on the record about not liking before. How is this Mm -hmm. song for you?
0: It also starts with a long intro, so it doesn't feel yeah. quite as long. Weirdly, um, oh, it's also not mother. 17 minutes long. The song you're comparing <laughs> this to, Heather. <laughs> Wait, what I'm was the song volunteer you're trap? This
1: to? <laughs> Jimmy rolled goodbye sky harbor uh <laughs> Ramsey rudely hates it uh and I think it is a great song um this is a long-running disagreement I think it's beautiful and Ramsey thinks it is extremely repetitive and boring mm-hmm. um
0: I made you so I was a just version trying to
1: test him there
0: during episode 100 where I cut it down to three minutes and it was great
1: <laughs> oh boy um Wow, what a great re-listen. I need to listen to this album more. <laughs> this
2: album is so is it, yeah. you know, every time I listen to this album, I think I I I I wrote about it for uh, my friend's email list and I remember saying about it I was like I listen to it when I'm sad to be sadder and I listen to it when I'm <laughs> happy to feel happier. It like it just somehow like amplifies all of my emotions in the way the exact way that I want it to do. I um, love that. And I don't know if that's because of the music or just because it reminds me of when I first like discovered it. But, like, God, I just love this album
1: so much. It's probably it's just so good.
0: that perfect balance of both of those things. It's yeah.
1: yeah. Ramsey, how is this for you, assuming this is, like, the first time you've sat down listening to this album cover to cover? It, it
0: definitely is. Uh, yeah.
1: I, I guess,
0: so, I, I'm coming away with it, like, the songs I knew already and already liked, I still... Already know. Yeah. Still really like.
1: I'm glad you still already <laughs> yep. know them. Continue and now I
0: know more of them, and some of them I would delete off the CD, like Drew did.
1: The Swamp Songs. Yeah. Yep.
0: The Swamp Songs. Um And some of them
2: you would add again, like She's Electric.
0: You would add that three times. Yes. <laughs> yep. I just want to know more about her life and her family. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. no, on the whole, I really like this album. It I am curious. Based on your reviews, I won't go through all 7 of these, but I might listen to the one before and the one after this and see sure. just sure, sure, sure. check out the, the whole like bell curve.
1: Re- the mm-hmm. one after this definitely I feel like had some mainstream American like play. I just don't remember too too much about it.
2: Yeah, the one after this, I think what it was is it's a long album. I mm. think it's like a it's it's and I think it also is kind of a very bloated album. I think it was like this thing of this was such a hit that yeah. it was there's the the album after this was like expected to be the biggest album of all time. And it honestly might be a fine album, but it was just yeah. such a letdown from this of course. album. It's hard. Like, I mean,
1: this is a hard, extremely a hard. hard album to follow. Yeah. How do you follow
2: perfection? <laughs> you can't, you know, and also, there's no She's Electric on the second and the third one. So what are we going to do? They gave yep. them
1: ample time, and look what right. happened. Ample time.
2: I can think of other family members and things that rhyme. Absolutely. She's got an uncle, and the boy, she, he loves to funkle. <laughs> I don't
1: know what that you is. Need
2: like, you need slightly more time. You wrote yourself right in that corner. I, 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 I still need more yep. time. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, this was... I, I, maybe the problem was that they had too much time. Like It sounds like they went that White Album approach and just filled it, filled it too much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe, Maybe. But
2: the, the album before this one is good. And like live forever is the single from it. That song okay. rocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't remember many of the other songs off the top of my head, but every time I've listened to that album, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is a good album. Um, I don't think it, I don't think it comes close to what's the story, but like, yeah, it is, it is still a good album. Um, and then I think like dig out your soul. I listened to when it came out. I now remember I was sitting at my office job, I was like, Oh, there's a new Oasis album, I gotta listen to that. And I remember being like, This is not that I, I good. don't need oh. to ever listen to this yeah, I don't again, need to turns do out this anymore. I think it was like right after a new Third Eye Blind album oh. came out too. I think it was like the young gay Republicans Third Eye Blind song. Oh boy. Do you guys know that song?
1: Nope. No. <laughs>
2: <There's> I know <laughs> two
1: Third Eye Blind albums extremely well and nothing else.
2: <laughs> Fair. Oh wait, is it the self titled and blue? Yeah, blue
1: yeah, is great. Course. Blue is yeah. deeply underrated in my opinion.
2: <laughs> I agree. Completely yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, but there's there's some song they they released. Maybe it was in, maybe maybe this song came out in 2006. But the chorus is um, "Young Gay Republicans." And I don't know what the song is about. Oh. It's clearly trying to make a point, yep. but it okay. is like so because like they're a very liberal band. Like they yeah. they during the 2016 Republican uh, convention, they ex- they accepted an offer to go play um, at the RNC. Because mm-hmm. someone booked them and they were like, "Yeah, okay," and then they just played Jumper over and over again. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> I like, kept saying like, because they were like, "This is for like all the all the like LGBTQ like uh, yep. teens that have like been committing suicide. Yep. Like we stand with them." And then they yep. refuse to play Semi Charmed Life. They refuse to play anything wow. but Jumper. Honestly, and, that's like, incredible. That's really it was cool. incredible. Yeah. It's like this incredible troll job by them. <laughs>
1: They love um,
2: that. And they got but paid. But that, that song is not that good. <laughs> and they got paid. Yeah. Take yeah. take
1: all those all those guys' yeah. money. Um
2: yeah. But yeah.
1: There was an episode of Real World once where they made a music video for Jumper, but you guys didn't have cable, so you don't remember.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Heather. <laughs> we can't follow you there.
1: That was that was for a listener who remembers that random episode of the Real World. <laughs> 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 oh Lord. Drew. Well, Drew. Thank you so much for bringing us this album. Hey,
2: I'm happy to spread Oasis. You know, sometimes (laughs) they say you got to travel to an Oasis, but I'm bringing Oasis to the (laughs) masses, you know? (laughs) Love it.
1: Nailed it. Nailed it. Is there anything
0: you want to plug before
2: you go? Uh, You know, I would say be on the lookout. Um, uh, My wife and I, we just finished uh, uh, production on a short film that's going to be coming out sometime this summer um, called Ellen Needs Insurance, which was a uh, short film we made uh, in order to qualify uh, her and uh, a number of other actors for uh, SAG health insurance. So, but I, I'll say this: I think the, shir- the film is actually good. Oh, so I love like, it. that's actually sh- it was a it was a kind of a gimmick at first, and then I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm very proud of this. So it's going to be coming I'm, out um, sometime in the next month. Please months. put that quote I'm, on the poster. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got out of this, but building off our previous topic, this is also why we should have universal health care. I
2: completely <laughs> agree. Yes. It's
0: insane that we had to do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: But I love that you made Fantastic. it an actual yeah. fun, great project for yourself. Yeah. And your wife. Um, Ramsey, how about you? You
0: can find everything I do at RamseyS.com. Heather, what about you?
1: At Heather Shea S H A E, you can find all of our stuff at ifyou'relistening.com. com. Clom, I do hmm. that all the time, uh, and our Patreon's over there as well.
0: I like that you refused to say calm clean" so I could edit it in, but
1: no, <laughs> okay, I'm nope, <laughs> nope, it's nope. clom. Calm. I'm not lying. I'm not I'll lying about it. how I can't <laughs> well, talk.
2: Can, I, can I get that from Drew? <laughs> calm. All right, we're gonna dr- calm. I am gonna drop that in.
1: You can find all of our stuff at ifyou'relistening.com. Okay. Perfect. Right. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. um Ramsey, anything else I missed? No. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 Bye.